0: Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Have you ever wondered how it is that we transition from waking, normal waking consciousness, into a state of dreaming? Dreams are so different than our normal waking state. Virtually none of the same rules apply at all. Things are flexible, things are poetic, things shift and change, and and are so far, far removed from our everyday human world in a dream. And yet, virtually all of us, every day, go through this transition from waking to dreaming. And of course, then there's also the state of deep sleep, which is practically like being dead. There's no consciousness of anything. Well, in fact, for all I know, being dead is much more interesting and vital than a deep sleep. But, the interesting thing to me is this idea of transition. We make this enormous transition in our dreams. We shape shift. our bodies change, the environment changes drastically. And yet, We wake up and we're the same person that we were before we went into the dream state. How does that happen? Well, there are two words that you may not know that are related to this transition. One is the what we call the hypnopompic state, which is the state of falling asleep – entering into sleep, the transition from waking to sleeping, hypnopompic state. And then the state of waking up, coming out of the dream realm, out of the sleep realm, into normal waking consciousness, that's called the hypnagogic state. And it so happens that people in the hypnopompic state and in the hypnagogic state, often come up with some of their most creative ideas. That's when people often get brainstorms. And uh, Have you ever tried to consciously maintain your awareness as you transition into sleep and into dreaming? Now, last night I tried to do it and I found that What happened was, the first stage of the hypnopompic state for me was dark forms and dark shadows, as if the insides of my eyelids, the darkness uh, covering my eyes, began to take on certain shapes and dark colors and forms, and there was some movement going on. So, I was in a, a dark world of moving forms and shapes. You've probably all had that experience from time to time. And then something quite interesting happened. I discovered that uh, it was as if I was in a a movie or a novel. it happened briefly, but I had this sense of enormous creativity. I was in touch with a part of myself that could just whip out a story, an interesting plot line. and, and It was as if the, the fabric of the dream was starting to come together, and I caught myself doing it. It was very creative. And I thought to myself as I came back out of that space into the dark moving shapes that I described earlier, I thought to myself, you know, I just tapped in for a split second to a realm of pure creativity. I had a sense that when I was in that space, it was so brief, but it seemed so powerful. I could create anything. I could write a novel. I could write a screenplay. I could uh, write music or poetry or possibly uh, create something artistic if that were my aim. But it uh, went away quickly. And then, after that, I thought, well, let's try this again. Let's see if I can be conscious as I just drift slowly into sleep. And then I found the dark moving shapes became more bright, more colorful. I was in a realm of colorful shapes and patterns, but no plot. Or, or anything. It was, you could say it was sort of psychedelic. And then I think I fell asleep and lost consciousness. <laughs> That's about what I remember of the hypnopompic state. Now, the word hypnopompic, meaning the state that we go into as we fall asleep. I have a feeling that, first of all, there are many different levels. I've just described to you a couple. Maybe three. But, I have a feeling that there's a lot more to that state. It's very brief because we pass through it on our way into a dream. But, I wonder how many more stages there are. I wonder if uh, some of you who are listening to this right now might develop a habit of watching yourself pass through that state. Now, the word hypnopompic reminds me of another word, psychopomp. Have you heard that word before? The psychopomp. Well, the psychopomp is a word used for the person. It could be a high priest. It could be a uh, head of an esoteric order. It is the person who initiates you into the depths of your own psyche. It could be a therapist. A psychopomp is somebody who is an initiator meaning leading you into your own depths. Well, maybe I'm playing that role for you. I hope I am. I mean, that's really what I intend to do with these monologues. Even though I'm sitting alone in this studio, I know that there are a thousand or more of you out there who will be watching this video in a few days, and I want it to be as meaningful as possible for you. So, what I'm suggesting here is that we pay attention to the way in which our consciousness alters itself throughout the day. You know, in the old days, when I was an undergraduate, for example, in psychology, the basic rule of thumb was there are a few states of consciousness, waking, sleeping, and dreaming. And then, maybe we could add uh hypnosis, or maybe we could add uh, getting high on marijuana, or being intoxicated on alcohol, or maybe yeah before long, I mean, in the 1960s, LSD became sort of the epitome of a highly altered state of consciousness that many, many people, millions, I suspect, were uh, entering into. Now, I think we have a sense that we go through varied, altered states of consciousness continually throughout the day, subtle shifts of attention subtle shifts of uh, our awareness. When I interviewed Adam Crabtree not long ago, who was a specialist in hypnosis, he suggested that we're always going from trance to trance to trance. That every state of consciousness is a different trance state and we never leave these trance states. We're always going from one to another. So, what I'm asking you to do now is pay attention to the various shifts that your consciousness goes through throughout the day. Several segments ago on Impresence, I talked about the uh, course that I've been taking with a Tibetan teacher. I think he's a Tibetan Lama about the Tibetan approach to what they call dream yoga. And the very first lesson, which has been carried out throughout the entire course, and I'm only about halfway through at this point, is that you remind ourselves, moment by moment, that our normal waking state is nothing more than a dream. What does he mean by that? How can you say waking consciousness is just a dream? Well, I think the idea is that from the Tibetan perspective, and this perspective of much of Asian philosophy in fact, consciousness is primary. The physical world that we experience is secondary, because we can only know it through our consciousness. So, everything we experience that we consider real, including other people, your experience of me, my experience of you, is all through our consciousness. That's how we're connected. You see, your consciousness apprehends me. My consciousness apprehends you. We touch through the medium of mind, of consciousness. And It may well be that this physical reality that seems so real has such an enticing hypnotic effect on us that sometimes we think it is primary not mind itself, but physical reality, primary. I mean, frankly, that seems to be the um, line of thinking that pervades all of the sciences, most of academia, uh, huge segments of the business world. and I wonder even amongst religious leaders if many of them don't harbor doubts as to which is more real, consciousness or matter. But, from the dream yoga perspective, this could be a dream, no different in principle than other dreams that are so strange and bizarre to us. So, that's why I think the transition from waking to dreaming is so important, to be able to watch ourselves pass step by step by step. Now, I'll just say one more thing about it, and that is that When it comes to the transition between living and dying, we have a lot of data from deathbed visions. and I've interviewed Stafford Betty, a philosopher who talked about deathbed visions. I'm linking to that interview right now. You'll see the click here button on the upper right of your screen if you want to watch that and pursue it further. But what people typically report is that as they are dying. They have visions of their loved ones waiting for them to welcome them on the other side. Very, very common. And uh, From a parapsychological point of view, it's quite interesting when a particular relative, let us say, has passed away, but the dying person doesn't know because the news has been kept from them so that they won't be disturbed to learn that someone close to them died while they themselves are so ill. But then they say, oh, there's Uncle John, he's waiting for me. And, you know, they could be surprised by that, and parapsychologists consider that evidential, perhaps evidential, that their vision has a veridical component to it. But what about when we dream? Do you suppose There might be some process if we pay close, close attention as we pass from waking to sleeping to dreaming that there are watchers there guiding us into our dream, other beings, other presences, the guardian angels perhaps, spirit guides, or maybe just thought forms, I don't know. I can tell you this. I have never experienced it myself, but it struck me there might be some parallels there. And I'd be curious for those of you who are interested in carefully observing that transition and reporting on it. I have a feeling we're going to learn some interesting things, uh, and that they'll start to appear on the comments section on under this video. And once again, I also want to remind you that I have created the NTA, for New Thinking Aloud, Psy Experience Community on Facebook. Uh, if you look at the uh, text describing this particular video, you'll find a link to it at the very bottom of that text. If you're thinking that you might wish to partake in that community, it's for people who are really interested in exploring the Psy capacity, the paranormal capacity, the parapsychological capacities of their mind, further and in a deeper way. So, I'll leave you with those thoughts. Once again, thank you for being with me.